Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, you know the deal. I am your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball world? Well, it's time. It's the time everybody and all basketball lovers have been really waiting for. Playoffs. The playoffs are here, people. The NBA playoffs are here, man. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to see the top-level players in the world get busy on the basketball court. And so, man, this is episode 207. Episode 207, and guess what? The title of the show, Playoffs. Playoffs? (laughs) Well, the playoffs are here, people. Episode 207, Playoffs. And so we're going to get this wonderful episode started. We're not going to hold back. Because guess what? The playoffs are still going on as we're doing the show. And hey, Coach Luke, I want to get back to watching the playoffs just like you guys are probably watching it and listening to ATB, All Things Basketball Podcast. So let's get started with this wonderful episode, episode 207. And like I said, the title of the show is Playoffs. But before we get started, you know what we got to do. We got to tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. It really is for you. And it's the playoffs. All right. Let's get it started, man. Well, I'll tell you, man, Atlanta really gave Charlotte a real shellacking. You know, Charlotte is a young team. Don't get me wrong. And and Atlanta went to the ECF, the Eastern Conference Finals, if you don't know what I'm talking about. And so Atlanta has that experience. And a lot of times that experience rings out, man. And so it rang out when Atlanta played Charlotte in the playing game maybe three, four nights ago. Now, I'll tell you what. Uh, Charlotte's an excellent young team, all right? Michael Jordan owns the Charlotte Hornets. They're an excellent young team. I just didn't see the effort and the urgency to win that basketball game. Now, they probably wouldn't have won the game anyway. But the effort and the urgency... You have to look at the coaching staff. You have to look at upstairs. And, hey, man, whether you guys like it or not, you got to look at ownership, Michael Jordan. You have to. Why was the team playing this lackluster? They've got a lot of talent. You know, Miles Bridges, LaMelo Ball. You know what I'm saying? They they have the talent in the building. So why were they that lackluster from the start? to the finish. It's not about losing. Well, it is about losing. <laughs> but we didn't I didn't really expect Charlotte to beat Atlanta, but I did expect a fight. I expected a lot of energy from the young team. I expected a, a, a tooth and nail type of game. Again, I thought Atlanta would win the game. Been there and done that. That's why I thought they'd win. But I thought I would see a little bit more out of Charlotte. And like I said, 
You, you, you can't really blame the players. They're very, very young. You got to look at the coaching staff. You got to look at the front office. And, and last but definitely not least, you have to look at the ownership. All right? Now, uh, we know Michael Jordan holds a strong pulse on the team. Michael Jordan, in a lot of people's eyes, the greatest player that ever, ever did it. Okay? And we're not going to debate that. But when you have a strong pulse over your team, uh, my opinion is that you should have great basketball minds in the building to relegate what you really want done. And I think that's where uh, things get a little shaky. There's a lot of questions as far as uh, uh, the, the, the staff is concerned. And so, you know, Charlotte played very good. All right, they 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 made it to the play-in two years in a row, okay. And so you know you you can't really fault the players, uh, they're on the court. So you gotta you gotta question some of the some of the play. Why? Because they should have put a lot more effort into the situation. But Atlanta really really shellacked them, and Atlanta moves on uh, again. Like I said. And they already played game one against Miami. And we'll talk about that a little later on. But, hey, the Charlotte Hornets are out. Promising young team. But they'll be back next year. They'll be back next year. All right. Let's keep this wonderful episode going, man. Shocker. Well, some people say it's a shocker. Some people say it's not. The Minnesota Timberwolves take game one over the Memphis Grizzlies, 130-117. In my eyes, I still believe the Memphis Grizzlies will still win this series. I really do. Um, you know, but but Memphis, uh, Minnesota, excuse me, is playing excellent basketball. They're playing excellent basketball, as we know. They eliminated the L.A. Clippers, my Clips, out of the playoffs. And so sometimes when teams get on a roll, it's hard to stop them. And guess what? Minnesota's been playing excellent basketball all season long. I think I talked about it maybe about three podcasts ago. The Minnesota Timberwolves are, have been playing excellent basketball all season long, kind of unnoticed due to the location. And so, you know... Um, Minnesota takes game one over Memphis. And in my eyes, I really believe Memphis will win this series, whether they go six games, seven games. My personal choice is the Memphis Grizzlies to get out of this uh, series with the Minnesota Timberwolves. But once again, Minnesota 130, uh, and you know, the Timberwolves 130, and the Memphis Grizzlies 117. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. Well, we just mentioned this, but now it's 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 reappearing and and you know, I kind of don't want to continuously talk about it because I don't want to beat anyone up, but 
Michael Jordan's taking a lot of heat. He's taking a lot of heat from the performance of the Charlotte Hornets. And rightly so. Rightly so, he's the owner. He writes the checks. It, it's somewhat like, you know, we're in basketball right now, but, you know, when Jerry Jones takes the heat when the Dallas Cowboys lose. It's the same thing. We can't, we can't uh, skirt around it. Um, you know, and it was the effort. Again, like I said, people, it was the effort that was put forth. I really believe the Charlotte Hornets could have played a lot better game. Now, when would they have won? Maybe not. I mean, the Hawks are a well-run machine. Nate McMillan, I mean, we watched the Hawks go all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. All right? So they're a very, very serious team. But whether they're a serious team or not, Charlotte could have played a lot better basketball. And again, you got to point to the front office. You got to point to the coaching staff. And of course, like I said, last but not least, you got to point to the ownership. Now, again, when you have a strong pulse on your team, you have to really relegate uh, 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 positions to excellent basketball minds. And I think that's where Charlotte has fell short. All right? That's where far, uh, the Charlotte Hornet have fell short. You have to have great basketball minds. And there are a lot of great basketball minds that are out there. All right? You guys are listening to a great basketball mind. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but Mike, give me a shot, man. I can help out. But not just... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I put myself in the, in the middle of the fray. But... You know, there are a lot of great basketball people out there. A lot of people are commentating right now. Reggie uh, Miller, Mark Jackson, Chris Webber. These are guys that have played already and will really lend a strong assisting hand. Um, I think the choices of the front office, the choices of the coaching staff, um, you know, these are the things that you got to look at when you have a really, really young team that you're trying to mature on the go. Those are the things that you have to look at. And so, hey, man, Michael Jordan's taking a lot of heat, but rightly so. I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for him. I mean, this is his team. And the community of Charlotte is looking for victories, looking for playoff victories not just getting into the playing position two and three years in a row. You've got to do more than that. And so Michael Jordan's got a lot of heat on him right now. And so, you know, it'll subside. It'll subside. And this team will be back. And they'll learn from this. And they'll get better and better and better. All right. The Sixers-Raptures series is going to be a lot tougher than a lot of people think. The series is a lot more even than a lot of people think. Now, the Raptors are very, very young. But they still have some people in that building that have tasted a championship. Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, all right? You know, there's guys there, Nick Nurse and his coaching staff, 
There are people in that building that know what it takes to get from round one to round two, round two to the Eastern Conference Championship, and so on. Now, will Toronto do that? Not playing against Joel Embiid, the MVP. But I'll tell you what, it's not going to be an easy task for the 76ers. And this series between the Sixers and Raptors is going to be a lot tougher than a lot of people think, man. Now, last night, guess what? Tyrese Maxey went off, man. This kid went off. And a lot of people don't understand. Emmanuel Quigley and Tyrese Maxey was the backcourt at Kentucky two years ago. Wow. What a backcourt we're finding out. On the inside of the, uh, the draft, the first round. And so these two guys, but right now we're talking about Tyrese Maxey of the Philadelphia 76ers. He hit a big 38 points last night, man. And they were trying to get him his 40th point. <laughs> he missed. And so Doc Rivers took him out. And he finished with 38 big points. And the Sixers won game one. But I tell you what, I'm kind of getting off because I was saying the Sixers Raptors series is going to be a real, real tough series. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right. We got that AAU profile, baby. We got that AAU profile. Hey, man, guess what? Amaya Reynolds, all right? Washington, Indiana. Washington, Indiana, and the state of Indiana. Please stand up for Amaya Reynolds, all right? 6-0 guard, verbally committed to the University of Maryland. Maryland, you're getting a blue chipper in Amaya Reynolds. Phenomenal player. Strong going to the basket. Excellent defender. Can nail the three. Amaya Reynolds is a phenomenal player. Her high school is Washington High School. And she's from the city of Washington, Indiana. And so Amaya Reynolds is a phenomenal player. Like I said, six feet tall. Can do a little bit of everything, but I love the way she goes to the basket, people. I really do. And she's on her way to the University of Maryland, man. So Amaya Reynolds is our AAU profile for episode 207. Oh, her AAU outfit is the Michigan crossover. Amaya Reynolds' AAU outfit, the Michigan crossovers. All right, and Amaya Reynolds is our AAU profile for episode 207. All right, let's keep it going, man. Hey, man, the most even matchup in the playoffs to me is the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors. I tell you what, though, Jordan Poole didn't think that. 
He put up a big 30 points in game one. But I think this is a very, very evenly matched series. Okay? You got two uh, former MVPs, Nikolai Jokic, Steph Curry in the building. Okay? You got some excellent ball players in the building. And I think this is the most evenly matched uh, series that the NBA is displaying in the first round. The Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors. Like I said, Golden State took game one. But this is going to be a very, very tricky series. This is going to be a very, very tricky series as well as Utah and Dallas. That's going to be a very, very tricky series. And so there's a lot of evenly matchups, even matchups in the Western Conference. And so, you know, Denver, Golden State is my guess for the most even matchup in that first round of the NBA playoffs on the Western Conference side. All right. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want your ads to your company to be on the show, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a detailed message. Or hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. Hit the email button and leave all your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want your ads to your company to be on the show, these are the two things that you must do. Thank you very, very much. Excuse me, people. My sinuses is killing me. Springtime, but that's all right. We can't stop giving you that content. We just can't stop it, and we won't stop it. All right. Oh, my goodness. Here we go again with Russell Westbrook. He wants out of the purple and gold. (laughs) Russ, you're going to start running out of teams, my brother. You're going to start running out of teams. Now, uh, a couple of days ago, I thought I, I heard a little whispers that he was going to sign the option. He has an option year uh, for $40 million. I don't know why he wouldn't sign that. Instead, Russell Westbrook wants out of the building. So either the, the Lakers are going to accommodate Russell Westbrook with a trade or, you know what I'm saying, they'll release him and pay him half. And so that's what's going on with Russell Westbrook. I didn't see this coming. I thought, I just knew Russell Westbrook was going to sign the the option. It's $40 million. I just knew he was going to sign the option. But once again, Russ wants out. We're going to start running out of teams, brother. You're going to have to stay put at least two seasons somewhere. (laughs) But... He wants out, and, I, you know, the Lakers are a team that when you want out and you don't want to be part of that purple and gold because the Lakers, and they deserve to feel like it's a privilege to play for the purple and gold. And if you want out, they'll let you get on out, man. And so Russell Westbrook stated that he wants to demand, he's demanding a trade or a release from the, um, the L.A. Lakers. Never saw this coming. Again, like I said, Coach Luke thought he was definitely going to sign the one-year option worth $40 million. Who wouldn't? I guess, though, Russ has been making $40-plus million for the last four or five years, and so he's pretty wealthy. He wants to be out. 
and I guess he wants to be happy, and he's not happy in a Laker uniform. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me, and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. Well, last week was the WNBA uh, um, draft. Very exciting. Very exciting. I didn't. This is the first WNBA draft in about three years that I wasn't able to um, watch. I feel a little empty about that, but I won't miss next year's. I will not miss next year's, ladies. But I miss this year's, and I feel a little down about that. But right now, we're going to go into the top five picks of the WNBA the other night. All right? The Atlanta Dream had the number one pick. They went with Ryan Ryan Howard. The Atlanta Dream went with Ryan Howard. All right? The number two pick went to Indiana Phoebus. They they picked uh, Nalisha Smith. The Indiana Fever picked Nalisha Smith. The number three pick went to the Washington Mystics, and the Mystics picked Shakira Austin. Wow. The number four pick went to the Indiana Fever, and the Indiana Fever picked Emily Inglister. Inglister, all right? And the number five pick, listen, man, Liberty. Let's go, Liberty. Nahara Sabali from Oregon. Big girl, 6'5". My Liberty. Nahara Sabali from Oregon. All right. Number one, Ryan Howard. Number two, Nalcia Smith. Number three, Shakira Austin. Number four, Emily Inksler. Number five, Nahara Sabali. And that was our first five picks for the WNBA draft. Well, I'll tell you, people, it feels a little weird with the San Antonio Spurs not in the, in the NBA playoffs. Now, as you know, the New Orleans, New Orleans um, Pelicans took them out of there. C.J. McCullough was fantastic. All right? Fantastic. Okay? Excellent game. And so now the Spurs are home. And it feels a little weird that the, that the San Antonio Spurs are not playing in the NBA playoffs, man. I tell you, man, just a, just a sidebar, people, just a side note. <laughs> now we're going to get into the scores, the NBA scores, the playoff scores today. All right? The Miami Heat, 115. The Atlanta Hawks, 91, game one. The Brooklyn Nets, 114. The Boston Celtics, 115. All right? And the Bucks are beating the Bulls, 47-33. All right? That game is still going on. 
like I said, there's still playoffs going on as we're doing the show. But we got to we got to do the show, baby. We got to do the show. Then we can check out the rest of the playoffs. And you guys got to tap in. <laughs> anyway, those are the scores. And I'll tell you, man, guess what? Tatum, man. Tatum at the buzzer. At the buzzer with a strong layup to the hole. Beat the Brooklyn Nets. Phenomenal game from what I heard. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Well, that's episode 207. Playoffs. All right. And all I did was talk about the playoffs. So the whole show basically was the title. I didn't have to tell you I was coming in there somewhere down the line this show. I'd like to thank everybody on Facebook that downloads, shares, likes, subscribes. I'd like to thank everybody on Instagram that downloads, shares, likes, subscribes. All right? I'd like to thank everybody abroad on all of the social media outlets that ATB is on, man. I'd like to give a special shout-out to Red Circle for seeing our vision, man. For seeing our vision and joining the team. Big up to Red Circle. But big up to all of the social media outlets that we're on. Podbean, Google Play, all right? CastBox, all right? Hey, listen, Spotify, Apple, iTunes. You name, man, we're on everything right now. Amazon, Amazon Music. We're there, man. You can catch us on any platform right now. Well, almost any platform. Almost any platform, but we're there, man. All right? So tap in, and I'll see you guys episode 208 next Sunday, man. God bless, good night, and enjoy those playoffs.